0: Welcome to the Raising Your Game podcast where I bring to you the stories, insights and ideas from the world of sport to help you improve your well-being and performance, both body and mind. Welcome back to the Raising Your Game podcast. I'm Lewis Hatcher and in this episode I'm talking about parents in sport a pretty hot topic in and around sport and this is something that I've wanted to talk about for a little while now and some interactions that I've had have sort of spurred this on and I think a lot of people will have different views on this subject but ultimately this is just my view, my opinion, my experiences and a few bits of advice and insights into how to best navigate the space from both the parent and the athlete's point of view so this could be one that could create a lot of chat and do reach out if this is something that you feel passionate about because I do like engaging in this subject and I think it's really really worthwhile talking about so without any more hesitation let's get into the episode enjoy Okay, so huge disclaimer from the start of this episode is that I am not a parent and currently with my life, uh, I do not see myself trying to become a parent any day soon. I do want to be a parent in the future, but this episode again is about my opinion, my experiences and sort of my insights and advice that I would give to parents in not only having been parented as a young person and athlete, but now as a coach and seeing it from the other side. Uh, also, I want to point out because I know they will be, lis- be listening. Both my parents, my mum and my dad, have did a fantastic job in my childhood. There was nothing that I had that I didn't want. Um, and they gave me every opportunity and both my brother and I are definitely incredibly proud of the people that we are now and there are so many great attributes that we have and that's all down to them all down to the experiences that they they gave to us the opportunities they opened up and the 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 values they instilled in us and massively the hard work that they instilled into us for sure so i'm as much as i may go into some of the things that i learned along the way parent uh, from them parenting me and perhaps some things that could have been done differently it will not overarch the fact that they did an incredible job and they are like every parent they are a huge part of every child's life but they are my rock and they are the part that right now that I see as like the the bolt hold of my my entire life so I am I super value what they've done and and I want to make sure that they they hear that for sure so I want to talk about, yeah, my experiences having been parented and then also go into some of the things that I see now as a coach and kind of the, the things that I see that work really well and then also the things that maybe don't work so well and some of the even just downright ugly that I, I definitely would say a no-nos. So my journey, and I think a, as much as it is, is has evolved over time, my parents... The moment I said that I wanted to be a professional athlete and that being a professional cricketer was what I wanted to do, they shifted into gear and just both my brother and I, he wanted to to have a pursuit in sport as well, they just shifted into another gear and it was the sacrifice that they made then which was whether it was financially whether it was through time and, and taking us places and also to their own lifestyle I mean we we would sacrifice having holidays when they wanted to go and see their friends because they wanted to make sure that we had the best opportunity going to certain venues or games or trainings or coaching or whatever it was and they would take us there so first off if you're a parent that does that hats off to you and it's a it's something that i can't even fathom right now with the sort of central life i live around myself i don't have another human being i'm trying to keep alive or worry about other than my my girlfriend and i that we have our life that we kind of want to lead i don't i can't i can't get my head around that so it is just something that i have to applaud and and value so much in what my parents did but whatever every other parent does as well if you're a child or a young athlete and your parents are doing that praise them for it, give them a huge round of applause, thank them, be grateful for what they're doing because it is a huge sacrifice from them, whether it's the financial burden, the time, the the movement, like just spent taking time out of their own life and living their own life and what they want to do for your benefit. That's incredible, like so so selfless. So my relationship then evolved as we grew older, as I grew older, my, my parents from being sort of moved around all the time and then financially helped me to then becoming more independent as I started to drive and things like that. Um, the support then shifted more towards like the emotional support. And I reckon through being 16 to 22 was where I really recognized that um, my support, I wasn't open enough about the support that I needed. And I think there were some things that I didn't do well enough and could have been done better in that period for sure and i i had a conversation with my mum sort of at the end of my career and we we reflected back on some of the things that they'd done when when i was younger and and i the conversations we had and the words that we used around each other and and ultimately it didn't create what i wanted for me which was at that time <clears throat> they were supporting me both financially and security with a roof over my head and i was doing well in what i was doing but I ultimately wanted a boost of self-confidence, affirmation and and real having that self-belief instilled into me because I was quite, I had a lot going on in my mind around whether it was negative self-talk or um, self-doubt, whatever it was. And I just needed that, those conversations and most of the conversations we would have as, as a family at that age were around like uh, what was going on, the training I was doing, the the games I was playing because they potentially hadn't been to them, they hadn't actually been physically there at the ground, they wanted to find out about it and I didn't as a young teenage boy, if anyone's got a teenage boy you will know, <clears throat> you don't want to talk that much and you're not open to talking about your emotions. And I was the same, I didn't do that. So I feel bad for that. And, and I think that was something I could have done better when I was younger. And that would be a, a bit of advice I would give to young people is to be open in the conversations that, around that teenage mark, talk about how you want to be supported. Because looking back, um, my parents were doing the best with what they knew was going on. And, and parents are not mind readers. They don't know what's best, really. They're just doing the best that they know how. But if you can open up a conversation between you as the the young person, the young athlete, the the teenager and the parents and and talk about what you want, then that would improve that relationship. It's only going to improve the support that you get uh, and how you're going to get where you want to be moving forward, because otherwise you could be pulling in different directions. But those conversations were were Really valuable. They obviously you kind of have to go through those tough conversations, those hard moments. And I vividly remember having arguments with them about um, that I didn't want to talk about things, and I would be, yeah, again, like a real adolescent teenager. But that really, looking back, is just coming from a place of love and caring from them. They they were just curious about what was going on, and and I think if anything, it was just probably the poor timing. So the advice I would give from a parent side of of that that coin would be to just time those conversations right if you're inquisitive on what's going on make sure you 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 ask at the right time you suss out whether it is the right time do they just simply asking like do you want to talk about it Uh, is probably a good question to to ask um, rather than try and force the conversation and, and do that but ultimately those conversations were great because I was then able to talk about it later on and our relationship now with my parents is great because we know how to talk around each other we know when it actually improved my definitely my professional career we we then started to make sure that when i was at home we didn't talk too much about sport and we didn't talk about it sometimes i would get it wrong and they would get it wrong and we would end up talking about it but it was because at home i wanted to compartmentalized my life I wanted to switch off when I got home whether it was mental or physical recovery I just wanted to switch off and that's really important to be able to separate those two things and yeah like I said now it's really had a great impact on the relationship I have with my parents because they know when to talk to me about certain things or I can pull them up when they're perhaps talking about the wrong thing at the wrong time and and vice versa so it it has allowed a much more open relationship in the sense that it's it's now Better established and we we understand it, but again, that's a part of maturing so any advice to a young person now is to be as open as you can about what support you need right now, and then, from a parent's point of view, just be open to to asking the right questions at the right time and maybe just holding off at some stage so yeah, that's my advice on that, and that's my my own journey with my parents, but again, reiterate. Mum and dad, if you're listening, you did an incredible job. That is um, nothing there. All of that is just learning experience. That's stuff that has served me well now and I use in all my relationships that I, I do now. And, it, and it's a constant learning experience. So I want to take uh, now go into the approach of of and the view I have on parenting as a coach. And this is, if there's any coach listening, this is a big topic. I think any coach that I've engaged with, they will talk about parents being the biggest thing they have to deal with uh, in sport and if you if they wish they didn't have to it would make their job a lot easier um, but ultimately it's just a part of the job it just comes with it and if you're working with young people you're going to have to manage their parents. So I wanted to talk about a few things that I've seen that have worked really well and I would really encourage parents to do or continue doing um if they're doing them already so um, i've had a few online discussions before this podcast about what people thought were the best practices and really interesting to hear some of what they were talking about and um And I think I'll I'll mention some of those as well. But ultimately, the first one I think that is commonly comes up uh, that I've seen that works really well is as a parent stepping back, stepping back so that you allow the child to make that decision. You allow allow that young athlete to make the decision. You can open many doors for them. You can give them many opportunities. But ultimately, they, they have to walk through that door because they have to want to walk through that door and that will first off create the enjoyment but then it will create the drive and the motivation to to doing that opportunity and going in the right direction to where they want rather than feeling like they're being pushed and forced down a a a route which they perhaps don't want to a lot of parents will will vicariously live through their 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 kids i'm sure we've all seen a parent that's doing that where if they haven't achieved a a goal maybe they haven't gone into a sport that they they wanted to at a younger age they will now try and get their child to go into that sport but ultimately that neglects what that child wants and and their ambitions and their goals within it so making sure that you allow them to decide what they're doing in in their pursuits and how they're going to go about it is a really really valuable part of that conversation as a parent and a and a young athlete and and as much as it may hurt step back and let the coaches do do their job and and let that it all unfold just be there to pick up the pieces if it does fall apart make sure that you are supporting them in the right way the way you you recognize that they can fail and it's okay for them to to fail in whatever they try to go for so yeah step back let them go get on with it I want to move on to talking quickly about power of words as well. And this is really around the language that you use around your kids um, and around the young people. It's so important actually how I'm very, very mindful of the words I use to my my kids. Um, I get it wrong sometimes. I'm human massively. But ultimately making sure that the wording that I'm using is positive. I'm, I'm making sure that they are... I'm not shaming them in any way. That's actually a big part of, of uh, getting the language right is making sure you're not shaming the individual. Um, it can be a really uncomfortable feeling if you are only talking about things that they don't do so well. And just recognizing that even through minor comments, minor phrases, they can have a massive impact. So just ensuring that the words that you're using are positive, they're af- uh, they're affirmative and they are really building that confidence and that that self-belief within the individual rather than allowing them to to look at their faults because they'll be doing that them, themselves, believe me, that you don't need to recognize and, and acknowledge what they're doing wrong. They will understand that. You want to give them a path to becoming better and a place where to grow. So again, using that positivity and, and collaborating together almost to, to build that that plan for where they, they can get better at certain things. But it all does really revolve around their the use of language and the words you're using around them. Um, if you are over-praising a child, if you are becoming almost narcissistic, that can be really detrimental as well. If you're talking about your kid in a way that where they almost feel like they can't do not, any wrong and, and that is something you can definitely see where... A parent might see a child and, and as soon as they've done something badly or or, fa- or, or messed up, the, the parent almost takes it as a bit of an insult as well. But if you can, again, step back and recognize that it's a part of their journey, it's a part of them learning as a person and don't take it so personally, then you're just going to be that little bit more grounded in who they are as a person and, and it'll build a much more realistic approach to to their progression. You don't obviously, again, there's that beauty, there's that blend between you want to make sure that they're grounded but you're not shaming them in, and showing them their flaws and their faults all the time. But you also don't want to be blowing smoke up their ass and making them feel like they're God's gift to the sport that they're playing because they have a lot to to work on. They have a lot to get better at, and just finding that middle ground, um, keeping positive, but also being realistic and where they can progress and and where they can develop as well. This next point is going to be around how you actually, or how I feel, the best practice to interact with a coach would be, as a parent. Now. Like I said, most coaches will feel like every time a parent interacts with them, it's going to be some sort of negative feedback. And I think from a coach's point of view, your job is to try and stay as optimistic as possible. So recognize that it may be good news. I have had that. I've had parents come to me with good news. Um, And if it is bad news, then deal with it in a manner where you try not to show too much emotion, try not to take it personally, try put yourself in the shoes of the parent, recognize that it's coming from a place of love and care for their child like anyone would Um, And from the parent's point of view, if you are going to approach a coach about an issue that you have, be kind of armed with reasons, but also solutions. There's no point coming to a coach only with problems. I think it's just chaos when that happens because if you're coming to them with a problem and no solution, the coach may not have the answer and then they may go in a completely different direction to where you wanted them to go. So just be open and honest about the solution that you would like to have and then be again open and honest in your conversation that you have. Be ready for perhaps being wrong, perhaps um, taking on the opinion of the coach and just really seeing it from a non-emotional and um, judgmental place so that you can take yourself out of the situation see it from the coach's point of view try to see whether it's almost viewing your child as someone else's child like that's a really good way of looking at it um, because you then take away probably the emotion from it so all of that is really on you as the parent and, and taking that that whole self-awareness element of it and and putting that into practice right there, right then. So yeah, don't come to the coach with all the issues. Make sure that you're able to come to them with a few solutions um, because that way you can then put in a plan together and the best practices I've had and the best outcomes I've had with this with parents is when we almost put a plan in together as a unit, as a team. If it's say a, a kid that hasn't made the grade and hasn't been selected, we can at least have a conversation about where that kid can get better and how he's going to improve. And then I know how he wants to improve. We can work on it in training. And then you're really working together in in that whole development and that goal that you're setting for them. So it makes the whole process collaborative rather than really disjointed. So yeah, I hope that helps with any coaches and parents out there that that perhaps have those sorts of interactions. And the last little thing I'd talk about is really... um, the awareness of parents I mentioned it there but one of the it just resounds in my mind a conversation I had recently with a parent where um, she came to me and asked me questions and I think if you're a parent that is either looking at another parent and, and sort of not agreeing with what they're doing just take a moment to self-reflect and, and build that self-awareness around what you're doing and see if you can perhaps become better yourself see if there's a way in which you can improve what you're doing By asking questions of yourself, am I doing things the right way? Am I speaking in the right way? Am I supporting my child in the right way? Have I opened up that conversation? Am I maybe forcing something onto them? Uh, And even if you're unsure of those answers, ask the coach, ask the child, ask your kids, ask whoever, someone that you trust and just be ready for that open and honest conversation. Be ready to hear something that you potentially aren't going to enjoy or like about yourself. But by just doing that, you're opening up a space where you're looking to improve and get better. And I just really loved that conversation that I had with this this mum. And she was really trying to get the best out of her child and, and and trying to provide the best environment for her. And she didn't have all the answers, but she was asking me what she felt from my opinion, actually having been someone that was, that was coached and that was parented. Uh, and I think that's almost where this podcast idea, this episode idea came from after that conversation. And I gave my opinion, I gave what I thought and I gave her some some things that potentially might help or some areas where I think she should definitely continue doing because she was a great support to the child. And um, I think just even that conversation that we need more of those where parents are opening up a little bit more as to where do you think I can get a little bit better? Am I doing something that you think is maybe to the detriment of my my child in, in their pursuit or have you seen anything that I should be looking out for all those sorts of things just really open up that conversation so those are st- things that I think parents uh, should give go or maintain doing if you are doing already again it's not written in stone this is just my experiences that I've had beliefs that I have so um, yeah if you want to get in touch and, and have different views please do and, and if you have anything to add maybe I'll be doing another episode in the future, then I'm I sure as hell think this is a topic that could go in many different directions. But I also think, and to finish off, there is some advice that I would give young athletes being parented from my own experience would be that to open up as early as you can about what sort of support you need be honest about your sport are you enjoying it is the way you're going about things or your parents the way they're going about things is it what you want and don't do it as in a way to sort of like beat down your parents but again try to think of it as a collaboration like i need you to help me i need you to support me and i want you to support me in the right way because at the moment we're doing it well here and we could improve here and by opening up and being honest about how you're feeling is going to allow you to, to progress even faster and and get the best out of your relationship, both with your team, your coach, but your parents as well. And it's all about being able to, to build those relationships. So yeah, just be open to to giving your parents an idea of what sort of support you need. I think there's there's some that it shouldn't all be on the parents. It doesn't necessarily have to be all on the parents. It, sh- it can be put on the athlete as well. So that's everything and, and kind of to conclude what I've said, I think some of the biggest points are that to to be able to sit back and support and take a bit of a backseat as a parent and let them do the the decision-making, let them figure it out themselves, be that support network in however they need, be open about are you supporting them in the right way, can you create an environment that allows them to want to train rather than feel like they have to. Um, but also there's, there's times where you will have to challenge them as well, especially if that young person has aspirations to be at the highest level at the elite level there's definitely a difference between playing sport and enjoying it for lifestyle and and health and fitness because it is so important for building those values in people but if you have a aspiration to be at an elite level there's almost some non-negotiables where you're going to have to be held accountable as an athlete and the parent's job will be to do that and sort of the sacrifices and commitments become a little bit larger and a little bit more. So, but ultimately, all of these things that I've spoken about, the allowing positivity to outweigh the negative, those are just things that are are worth doing no matter what level you want to play at. Um, and I hope you've taken something out of this this episode. Like I mentioned, feel free to reach out to me, head over to Instagram at Lewis Hatchett. You can find me on my website, lewishatchet.com, or email me lewis at lewishatchet.com, where I'd love to open up discussion around parenting. I just wanna find out more about the landscape, experiences people that have had. And I think it's so important for the conversation between athletes, coaches, and parents to be much more open Um, Because I feel again, that parent coach relationship is probably a, has got a stigma around it. And I think it can be broken. I think it can be changed. And there are be a parent that is trailblazing the way for a different way about going about it or continue trailblazing the way and doing it in ways that are The generations that we have are so different and even my parents recognize the fact that they were brought up in a different era and so were their parents and then I've lived through a different era and my kids that I will have will go through a different era. Um, And if we can all be open and aware to those differences of, of landscapes and environments that we're brought up in and needs and wants and ways of being supported then we're ultimately going to give our kids and ourselves the best opportunity for getting the best out of our whether even if it's the sporting aspirations you have but ultimately the relationships that you have as a family together because your parents are a vital part of your upbringing again not only in sport but in life as well so i hope you've enjoyed this episode i've enjoyed talking about it and i will see you soon Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Raising Your Game podcast. If you haven't seen it already, the Sport Yogi app is now out. We've got over 500 athletes using the app in the first month, which is incredible. And this app is designed to allow you to move, feel and train better as an athlete. We take things from yoga, mindfulness, meditation, change the narrative and deliver it to you that is in the way you need it for your sporting goals and aspirations. So this comes from my experience as a professional athlete and now as a teacher and coach in these areas and i've merged it all together into one app for you so i'm super excited with how it's going and where it is going to go and the the feedback we're getting is amazing if you've left a review thank you so much it means the world and if you haven't downloaded it already you can find it on the ios store the apple store or on android on the Google Play Store. So look for Sport Yogi. If you want to find out more about the app, then head over to sportyogi.com. All the links will be in the show notes. So again, thank you so much for downloading it if you have been one. And if you haven't, I will see you on it soon. Thanks again, and I'll see you later.